Welcome to the Purdue Dairy Digest. I'm Dr. Jackie Borman. In today's episode of the Purdue Dairy Digest, we will discuss the possibility of reducing intramammary antibiotics at dry-off. It is common practice in the United States to use intramammary antibiotics at dry-off to treat current mastitis infections and to prevent mastitis during the dry period. Mastitis is the most costly disease impacting dairy cattle, and the use of intramammary antibiotics at dry-off is effective at reducing mastitis in fresh cows. However, there may be some opportunities to more judiciously use antibiotics on cows that are at a higher risk of developing mastitis. Our understanding of antibiotic resistance is increasing, and farmers are responsible for the stewardship of antibiotics to prevent or slow down antibiotic resistance. The proper use of antibiotics impacts all of us, and we want to ensure that when we need an antibiotic to work, it will. Some research has focused on culturing milk from cows prior to dry-off to determine what mastitis-causing pathogens are present and decide if and what antibiotics would be useful. While this is considered the gold standard because you would know exactly what pathogen is present, it is cost and labor prohibitive on most farms. A potential alternative was developed by a research group out of Cornell University College of Veterinary Medicine. They suggested using the data that is already generated from dairy cows through milk testing throughout lactation to inform which cows should be treated with antibiotics. The researchers divided cows into two groups, those at a higher risk of developing mastitis and those at a lower risk of developing mastitis. The algorithm that allocated cows into these two groups used data from DairyComp 305 and included the average somatic cell count for the last three tests, the last test somatic cell count, and the number of clinical cases of mastitis recorded over the lactation. All of the higher-risk cows were treated with antibiotics. The lower-risk cows were determined as cows with less than 200,000 somatic cell count for the last three tests and zero to one case of mastitis throughout lactation. These lower-risk cows were then split into two groups. Half of them were treated with conventional antibiotics and a teeth sealant dry-off, and half of them no antibiotics were used and just a teeth sealant was administered. They found no differences in new infection risk, milk production, calling, or clinical mastitis events in the next lactation. By utilizing data already generated on the farm, they were able to identify 60% of those cows that were at low risk for developing mastitis. This would vary from farm to farm, but it's likely that there is a portion of cows on any farm that would be at low risk for developing mastitis in the next lactation, meaning potentially they could greatly reduce the use of antibiotics by only treating cows with antibiotics that are at a greater risk for developing mastitis. I believe that this research shows not only that we could reduce antibiotic use at dry-off, but also that the most logical way to do so is by utilizing the data farmers already have about their cows. This strategy may not work on all farms and would be dependent on the risk for mastitis and the ability to manage a program that selectively uses dry cow antibiotics on a portion of the herd. I do believe this research falls at the intersection of wanting to reduce antibiotic use when possible and utilizing data to improve decision-making on farms. It is likely that we will continue to get pressure to reduce antibiotic use in the future. In order to do this successfully, it makes sense that we would incorporate data generated from individual cows to make better decisions. If you are a subscriber to the podcast, 
can you do us a favor and rate us in iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today, and you can listen to this podcast at your own time. Thank you.